Welcome everyone to the Southern Spectre Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah. And as always, thanks for listening. On today's show, we'll dive into the a strange missing persons case. The case of Paula Jean Weldon. But first, we're going to uh, we're going to cover some things. Number one, uh, I just got back from vacation. Uh, had a great time with the family. We were all at down at the beach, and we had a great time. Um, now, during that time, a couple of things took place, and uh, one of them is the last episode I actually created for you guys. I told you all that I would have an episode ready for y'all last week. And, of course, there was no new episode. And I apologize. Uh, I was, uh, that was my fault. Uh, what had what had happened was, long story short, uh, we were under the assumption that our beach house that we had rented would have Wi-Fi. And, of course, it did not. And so I had taken my computer along with me. Uh, I thought about even doing a show from the beach house there. And of course, without Wi-Fi, you can't really do anything. So I apologize to you guys. I couldn't do anything while I was there. I had no uh, uploaded content that I could mess with or anything like that to go ahead and shoot, you know, for you guys. And I apologize. But anyway, bottom line is, is there was no new episode last week and I humbly apologize for you, to you guys about that because I told you I would have one uh, but in kind of in place of that one thing I started messing around was TikTok so if you guys want to follow me on TikTok uh, you can find me at the Southern Spectre uh, I have I did a, a few videos some things that I've talked about on here before uh, but I had some pretty good interaction with uh, a lot of people on there. So that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, but other than that, you know, if you want to go check out what I'm doing on TikTok, you can find me there at the Southern Spectre. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Southern Spectre. And you can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Southern Spectre podcast. But with all that being said, um, like I said earlier, I do have a strange missing persons case to get to today that I'd like to discuss. And aside from that, I'm going to play this audio clip that I took while we stayed at the 1790 in. Now, the clip itself is completely unprocessed. There's no, there's nothing I've done to it so far other than cut it down to its size that it is now. And what you're going to hear in just a few moments, because I'm going to let you listen to the entire clip. Um, I left it unprocessed for a couple of reasons. Number one, maybe you guys would hear something that maybe I don't. Um, so if you're listening with headphones, that's probably about the best way to listen. But I will warn you guys uh, beforehand to you might want to cut your volume down because it is a little on the louder side. Uh, because I had my gain at the time of the recording turned way up, okay? And that was just to try and catch as much audio in the mic as possible. Not to mention um, that just things have been hectic around the home here lately. And uh, with kids being out of school and vacation time and so on and so forth. So, it, you know, 
some of these things like this, it, you know, it takes time. But we're getting there. So, <clears throat> so the audio you're getting ready to hear is of us in the room, and this is me asking Anna some questions. Now, toward the end of this clip, uh, there is a portion where I actually captured... Uh, it's not a voice or anything. It's not that elaborate. But uh, you, I actually captured the moment where I was talking to Anna on uh, in the room. Now, the room isn't but only so big. But the way I had it set up was I actually had uh, the microphone on a stand next to the door. Now, I was actually sitting on the end of the bed. The microphone was faced away from me on the far left side back toward the door. Uh, but we ended up capturing something that took place in the opposite corner uh, of from where the microphone was, and it would have been to my right because the TV was caddy corner on the right side of me. And so you can actually hear like what sounds like popping or clicking. Imagine like some old hardwood floors or flooring that whenever you step on it, you know, it kind of, it, it buckles under your weight and you can hear those pops and clicks as if almost someone's like, kind of like stepping on it. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I thought this was not the only time that we heard this in the room, but this is one of the very few times that I actually captured it. I think, you know, if you listen, I think during this time you can actually hear it, um, you can hear the sound twice and I'll, I'll point it out. You hear me in the audio, but yeah, we had a great time in Savannah. Really enjoyed it. And like I said, don't forget to go check out, um, Miss Enica Edenfield's, um, TikTok page, salt waves, Spanish moss, as well as her YouTube channel, salt waves and Spanish moss, you know, to learn some more about Savannah. She does a really good job. So without any further ado, just be careful. Like I said, you might want to adjust your volume. I'll go ahead and play that here, that audio clip from the 1790N right now. But I'm going to turn up my gain now, and I'm going to talk a little bit softer and see if we can pick up anything. I'm going to ask, try to attempt to ask Anna some questions. Anna? Elizabeth. <laughs> Anna. Can you hear me? Were you pushed out of this room? Were you pushed out of the window? I hate to do this, but I'm going to cut off the air conditioner. Alright, so the air conditioner is off. I've got the gain wide open. Anna? Are you here with us now? you're more than welcome to make your presence known at this time. I 
Am I yelling? No, baby. I sound like I'm yelling. No. And, uh... Can you give us a sign that you're here, Anna? Can you give us a knock? Did you hear something? What was that? I you heard? It, I think it was something outside, like a truck. <laughs> uh, it could have been, but I heard something like, shh. It yeah, sounded like a, a truck. I don't know. All right. Anna? Anna, are you in here with us right now? If you can see me, Anna, you see I'm holding a microphone. This is a microphone. If you come anywhere near this and actually speak into it, I will be able to hear you, Anna. So, Anna, are you here with us right now? Anna, can you talk to us? Can you let us know you're, you're here? Is there something that you can do right now, Anna, to let us know that you are here with us? Can you tap on the wall? That might have been my leg. Anna, you have a beautiful room here. It was very nice of the people here at the end to dedicate this room to you. This is known as Anna's room. This is your room, and we don't we will not be staying here long. We just wanted to come spend the night with you. Can you come talking to my microphone? I'd love to hear your voice. Anna. Alright. I'm going to put this on because, yeah. Alright. Put this on the stand because it's so loud and you can hear my hand moving in it. Anna. Sorry, every sorry everyone. I'm I'm kind of making some adjustments here. Just <clears throat> repositioning. Yeah.
right. Anna, can you come and speak into my microphone here? Yeah, it's getting hot in here. Anna, can you cut the air conditioner on for us? Can you do that for me, Anna? If you cut the air conditioner on for me right now, I will leave you alone. See that remote control in the little holding case on the wall? If you go over and mash that orange button. with my audio equipment every time I go and put my headphones down I'm not even touching did you hear that I did. where did that come from over there and was that you are you messing with me right now Anna feel free to come over here Anna This is your house, not ours, Anna. You are more than welcome here. You keep messing with my audio equipment. You keep squealing. I know, but it's only when I take it off my headphones. I mean, take it off my head. If I had taken this and put it closer to there, I could closer to the microphone, I could understand it. But I'm actually moving it further away, and it's getting louder. Anna, was that you that knocked by the door? Are you over there by the door, Anna? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Alright, Anna. I can still hear myself. I hope you guys can too. Anna. If you would walk up to the microphone and speak into it please that microphone on that stand that I just moved over there if you would walk up to it and speak into it just like I was it was downstairs wasn't it? Must have been. Anna, are you close to the microphone right now? Anna, are you touching the microphone? It actually sounds like somebody kind of like rubbing their hand on it. Did you just tap my microphone, Anna? I heard like somebody tapped it. Like bumped their finger to it. Because you could hear the audio went boom, like it died out and then come back. That's weird. What was that? I don't know. Um, for those of you listening, if you can hear my voice, I am complete 
was that? Sound like from outside. I am completely, pretty much across the room. I'm probably a good, good ten feet or better away from the microphone. I have the microphone set on a stand, and it's actually aimed away from me at the moment. The microphone is out. It's aimed at the door, and the gain is turned up so much you can hear. You know, I can hear the birds chirping outside. I can hear you talking. But Anna, I'm talking to you. If you would, please walk over and speak into the microphone. Maybe she doesn't know what the microphone is. I know, but the microphone that I'm pointing at. You know what how that works? My this is called education. you would just walk over and speak and if you would walk maybe she stepped on my cord because that same sound effect just happened Anna if you would come over here and speak right here if you were to come over right there and speak I can hear you what was that is that at the door? Did you hear that? I heard what it. What did it sound like? It sounded like something hit something. Oh, now you might have hit the bed. Uh-uh. I hadn't even laid it down when it happened. And if you would just go right there to where I just, where I just pointed to and step up right there and speak, I'll be able to hear you, Anna. Were you pushed out of the window? Did someone want you dead, Anna? Are you looking up? There's not another four. Oh, okay. Sorry. Anna, please come in here and make yourself known. We just want to talk. We mean you. We that. We mean you no harm. Matter of fact, I got a whole jar of my wife's M&M peanut peanut M&Ms over there that you can have if you just come over right there and mm -hmm, and speak into my microphone. What was that? From over there, by the television. Anna, are you behind me? Are you messing with me right now, Anna? Okay, that was odd. It was. It was definitely behind you by the TV. And if you look in that book, it said uh, several people heard something. Yeah, over, over there. Really? All All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you were able to hear that, but uh, I'm over here near the end of the bed, at the foot of the bed.
and I was faced away from one of the corners of the room, actually facing toward the other corner of the room. And the corner of the room, we heard what sounded like a knock. Would you say it was a knock or a movement? Something adjusted, a move, uh, some sort of movement. Um, sorry, my wife is also cutting her toenails. But anyway, it sounded like it, it was from behind the TV or around the TV, uh, maybe the entertainment center where it was at. Anna, is that you over there by the TV? Anna, can you please come speak with me? Or is there someone else in here that would like to make their presence known? Not you, Elizabeth. It's hot in here. I know. And she's about to take off all her clothes. Is there a captain here in the room? Captain, captain. Looking for a captain. Captain, we mean you no harm, and as long as you mean us no harm, you are more than welcome to make your presence known here, sir. If you do, if anybody, anybody living deceased or otherwise can hear my voice, if you have any ill intent for us, me, or my wife, and by we, I mean me. <laughs> Seriously, we don't want any trouble. We're not here to cause anything. But if you are here to show any sort of ill intent toward me or my wife or anyone that enters this room, then we will ask you to leave. And if you will not leave, we will tell you to leave. We will force you to leave. That was my cord. All right. Well, that's going to conclude that little session. Um, not sure if there's something maybe that I missed or maybe I didn't hear, but I most definitely heard what it was definitely by the uh, television. You could hear that without the microphone and the headphones on. Uh, I did, however, hear like a break in my audio when the microphone was closer to the door so not sure what that was we'll dive into it further so all right this is going to conclude this first session all right all right ladies and gentlemen i hope you guys enjoyed that uh i know it's not the best audio quality um i was working with what i had uh <clears throat> i'm not very good at doing that kind of stuff I attempt to be, but um, like I said, until I'm actually out in the field and actually trying to do more of those things like that, uh, have mercy on me. <laughs> but none, nonetheless, you got the got a sense of what we were dealing with. It wasn't terrifying or anything like that, and uh, that's cool. You know, I enjoyed it. Um, but anyway, I got some new ideas and stuff for the show and some different directions and stuff. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't want to say anything. Don't want to jinx anything, but uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see when the time's right. I'll reveal things when the time's right. But anyway, all right. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let's move on to the story for today. Like I said earlier, this is a very strange uh, missing persons case. And so let's dive in to the missing persons case of Paula Jean Weldon. Paula Jean Weldon was born October 19, 1928, and was the oldest of her siblings. Paula lived with her mother and father along with her sisters in Stamford, Connecticut. Paula Jean graduated Stamford High School in 1945 and would soon enroll herself to Bennington College in Vermont. During her sophomore year in 1946, Paula Jean worked the dining hall at Bennington College. On December 1st, 1946, Paula worked the breakfast and lunch shifts, then made her way back to Dewey Hall. Dewey Hall was the dorm where Paula and her roommate shared a room together. Paula spoke with a roommate informing her that she needed a study break and was heading out for a hike. Paula never said where she was heading. The Long Trail of Vermont is the oldest long-distance hiking trail in the U.S. It's made up of 272 miles with 166 miles of side trail. The Long Trail follows the Green Mountains from the Massachusetts-Vermont state line all the way to the border of Canada. It was built between 1910 and 1930 and would serve as inspiration for the Appalachian Trail. This is where Paula Jean Weldon set out on December 1st, 1946. Paula left Bennington College around 2.30 p.m. that day. She headed out with very little money, leaving behind an uncashed check her parents had sent her for expenses and she was entirely underdressed for the cold. Paula had been picked up by a motorist near the college about 2.45, as she had been hitchhiking. She informed him that she was making her way to the Long Trail, just off Route 9, not far from Glastonbury Mountain. The motorist dropped Paula off, three miles from her destination on Route 9, Several people who were in the area that day witnessed Paula walking the trail. At around 4 p.m., Paula stopped to speak with a fellow hiker on the trail, questioning him about the length of the trail. He told her that the trail extended all the way to Canada. This would be Paula's last confirmed sighting. The sun set that day about 5 p.m., and just a few hours later, it began to snow, accumulating nearly three inches. Paula has never been heard from again. The following morning, Paula's college roommate grew, grew concerned as she realized that Paula had never returned. She contacted the school authorities, notifying them of Paula's disappearance. During this time, it was school policy at Bennington College for students to sign themselves out 
if they had plans to stay out past 11 p.m. and to follow up with school security once they returned. Paula had done neither. Paula, of course, never showed up for classes on Monday, but it wasn't until this moment that the college decided to contact the authorities and Paula's family. Why? Why waste an entire day? At this time, Vermont had no state police of any kind, so local authorities from Massachusetts, Connecticut, New York decided to pitch in to help. An in-depth search was conducted along the long trail, but yielded nothing. No clues, no signs, or evidence of any kind. At first, investigators believed the simplest of theories. Paula had gotten lost and died of exposure to the elements. However, the more time that ticked by, the more they searched. There was no evidence at all to support this. Investigators began to dig into Paula's background. She never had a steady boyfriend and was a great student who was majoring in art, but in recent times, she seemed less and less interested in her major. Paula had been drawn to music and botany and was quite possibly considering changing her collegiate career. Parents and friends described her as no more depressed than any other girl with normal problems, and most believed she wasn't so far depressed to commit suicide or run away. Paula left all belongings behind. No evidence was ever uncovered to show foul play, although some believe she was murdered and buried along the trail. Paula's case remains unsolved. That's going to do it for this episode of the Southern Spectre Podcast. Hope you all enjoyed that episode. I know this may seem a little rushed, and I'll be honest with you, it probably was. Um, like I said, when you go on vacation around my house, things tend to get a little bit hectic, and uh, we're just playing catch-up this week, so I do apologize, guys. Um, I have some up things, some things coming up. Um, I do have uh, one case that I'm working on right now. Uh, one story that I want to unfurl for you guys. But like I said, I'll, I'll divulge more information when it's time. But I'll give you this much. It's a famous, I don't know if you could consider it famous, but a very, very famous serial killer story from right here in South Carolina. And I'll leave it at that. If you know, you know. <laughs> so that's going to wrap things up, guys. I hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody is getting along out there. Seems like the world's going crazy sometimes. But just remember, take care and take care of each other. Later. <laughs>